1: welcome to the rotowire dfs podcast i'm your host josh hayes joined as always by benny bichardi as we break down the monday dfs slate for nba action you can always find benny on twitter at bennyr 11 and over at rotocurve rotowire and as a featured writer on the DraftKings playbook and you can also follow me on twitter at josh hayes fs benny um welcome to another early week of dfs action
2: yeah, we, um, for those of you who don't know, we always do these like a day or so in advance. And with the early games that are going on on Monday and the fact that the football game that Josh and I are both watching is 31 to nothing right now. Has it gotten worse since I walked upstairs? I don't know. Uh, we figured this would be a very good time to, uh, you know, go ahead and, and bang out the uh, Monday podcast since we're not missing anything uh, NFL action wise.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, normally we would go, you know, back to back early with the Monday. But being that there's an early game and that just the way that our schedules are end up ending up working out, this is going to be perfect timing for us to give you our top plays uh, for Monday. And it's a big slate. Uh, are, are we talking about a holiday here on Binion? You're 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 still involved with uh, school somewhat, you know, with kids and everything.
2: Yeah, the um, I know my kids are actually off tomorrow for uh, Martin Luther King Day, so I think that's actually the reason why the NBA has some of those early games going on, ah, um, yes. which which is good. It gives us something to do, uh, you know, in the middle of the day. So make sure if you're setting lineups, I think lineup lock. I think the first game's at like two a.m. east, uh, two p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're setting lineups tomorrow, there are. You know, games in the middle of the day if you happen to have off from uh, from work, as I know a lot of people do.
1: Yeah, you know, and this is a great play time to get involved with, like um, DraftKings, for example, where you might, you know, late na- news could be breaking later in the day on late games, and you have the opportunity at least for late swap. So this is one of those benefits if you are ended up um, ending up playing uh, that slate uh, to kick off that. Uh, Monday action early if you're not then you know um, either way we're going to give you our top plays at every position and let's go ahead and start uh, with that at the point guard position but before we do that don't forget that the Rotowire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher for your downloading convenience. so don't forget to share and subscribe point guard is up we got some big time ballers here Uh, Benny 20 teams in action let's go ahead and talk about your top options yeah I think um
2: Two of the guys who I'm looking to pay up for, if I am going to pay up on a day, are going to be uh, John Wall and Kyle Lowry. Uh, we got Wall going up against Portland, who is a horrendously bad defensive team. We all know that Damian Lillard really doesn't like to play defense. And Wall's been putting up some big numbers, you know, even with uh, with Bradley Beal back. I think in a game against Boston, um, when was that, yesterday or two days ago? Uh, I think it was yesterday, the Saturday game where they played Boston. He had 79 fantasy points on DraftKings last night. Almost wound up with a, uh, a quadruple double. Had 36 points, 13 assists, 7 rebounds, 7 steals. And Boston is usually a team that point guards struggle against. So he's been putting up about 50 fantasy points on a you know pretty regular basis. He had 49-75 against Indiana. He had 47-75 against Chicago. 52-75 against Orlando. The one bad game he threw in in the last five was still 38-75 against Milwaukee. He's playing 36, 37 minutes a game, you know, putting up close to 20 points, getting you close to double-digit assists every game, you know, giving you five or six rebounds. Uh, you know, the seven steals is a little bit of an outlier. It's not something that I'm, you know, going to expect him to repeat. But, I mean, he has been putting up a steal and a block or a couple steals every game. So, you know, six or eight points from defensive stats is something that he gets as well. So... I like him. I think it's a really good matchup there for him. A uh, couple other guys I'm looking at, like I said, Kyle Lowry. I think is in a pretty good spot. Brooklyn has horrendous point guard defense, and I, I mean, I I haven't really broken it down from the pre-Jared Jack to the post-Jared Jack week or so that we've had, but I can't imagine it's gotten all that much better. Um, so you know, I do think that if that game can stay close, because Brooklyn has been really bad and getting blown out. I think Lowry is definitely somebody I want to have some shares of. He's been putting up some pretty good numbers. Um, moving on down from there, I think Kyrie Irving against the Warriors is somebody I'd want to take a look at. Uh, I think he's still a little bit too cheap, and I think this is a game that they're really going to need him to step it up. So I think that he might be in play. Mm-hmm. You know, Ish, Ish Smith against the Knicks. The Knicks are another bad team against point guards. Ish Smith. I mean, let's face it, the guy's been really, really good. The one game that he hasn't hit value lately was the last game against Portland, and I think that they blew out Portland by about 30 points, if I'm not mistaken, so he played less minutes than he normally does. That's not a bad deal. Um, if Conley's hurt, I like Chalmers. And then the other guy who I'm kind of on the fence with that I have on my list here is Marcus Smart, because he has been getting enough minutes to be viable. I know we had the triple-double the other day. That's not something I'm going to expect him to repeat, but... On DraftKings, he's still only in, like, the 4K range. If he's, like, forty two, forty three hundred, 4,300, I think he can get me 22, 25 points.
1: Yeah, you know what? Um, I, I like Marcus Smart um, for a cheap value, but there's I think there's a few guys that on the slate uh, that we need to talk about here that um, have a little bit of a, of a better ceiling that you knew can get in and at, a at a, like, a 4 or 5K discount and still have 40-point upside. One of those guys is Mario Chalmers uh, mm-hmm. here, uh, although he didn't pay off the price tag on Saturday. Um, Mike Conley. It uh, looks like this is a longer term injury than we originally thought, and you know nothing to sneeze at there with uh, you know twenty six and a half fantasy points, uh, which is which is fine. You know twelve points, eight assists, two rebounds, but he's actually had you know a much higher ceiling in terms of assists and scoring uh, up to that point there as well. And I'm so I'm willing to get uh, reinvested in uh, uh, Marial Chalmers if Mike Conley misses this game again. I believe they are matched up against uh, New Orleans. Yeah. So um, which. Uh, he, whether he may get a little bit of Ish Smith, I'm sorry, um, uh, Drew Holiday defense. He may get some Tyreek Evans uh, defense there as well. But he really just wants to shoot a lot of threes um, and then you know penetrate whenever it's necessary. So I feel confident about paying 6,500 right there in the mid range. And I do want some some shares of uh, Ish Smith, although the price has is, is gone above 7K. So I think this is like where I'm going to draw the line. As far as like you returning value, the people, the jig is up actually yeah. on Ish Smith. There's no longer a value play. It's just whether or not you feel like you you feel um, good about the matchup uh, overall and his ability to produce. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Kyle Lowry to me is going to be lock chalk against Brooklyn. Though you know Shane Larkin, Donald Sloan have nothing for those guys. On the flip side of that, if you want to get some shares of Donald Sloan um, as well, it's uh, I would normally be okay with it. Probably not against Kyle Lowry, but. The price tag payoff on Donald Sloan has been very nice, and he's probably, like among all the cheapies, my absolute favorite right now. Uh, 9.8 times value with um, th- 39.25 fancy points against Portland, and then bounces back against Atlanta with another 25.5 fancy points for 6.3 times value. So I don't think you can do much better um, in terms of cheap value than Donald Sloan on the Monday slate. All right, we will move forward to the shooting guard position here. Benny, let's talk about your top options here.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling here at the shooting guard spot because I don't really want to pay up for any of these guys at the prices that they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, J- Jimmy Butler might be the one exception, but he's getting kind of pricey, and it's not exactly a slam-dunk matchup for him either. Yeah, You know, J- James Harden hasn't been reaching value lately. You not- know, the, DeMar DeRozan against Brooklyn, isn't it's an okay matchup for him, but there's also a chance of, of a little bit of a blowout there. Plus, I think Lowry's got the better... Matchup, so I'm expecting a better game out of Larry than DeRozan. I'd rather have Kyle Lowry than DeRozan here. Um, you know, like I said, Jimmy Butler, you know, he's been playing well. Detroit's not really a great matchup for him, though. You know, Tyreek Evans has been banged up. I don't really know if I want to roll the dice there. I haven't played CJ McCollum since, since Lillard's back, and I don't think I'm about to start this game. You know, Clay Thompson against Cleveland. You know, it's not exactly the, gra- I mean, he probably has one of the better matchups against Cleveland with, uh, you know, like Jr. Smith defense, but he's also going to see some Shumpert. I don't think it's a really big upside, so I've kind of been trying to decide between the guys that are in that mid-range, guys like Avery Bradley, who's pretty cheap and has been putting up 25 to 30 fantasy points, um, maybe Aaron Aflalo, especially if uh, Carmelo's out again, um, you know, Rodney Hood's been pretty good, Eric Gordon's been okay. You know, Contavious Caldwell Pope is somebody who you know <clears throat> plays a lot of minutes and puts up some good numbers. So I think I'm looking more in that 5K range for the guys that I want to play. And you know, like I said, I, I'm having a little bit of trouble trying to figure out which one is the one I really want to go to. But I don't think I'm going to be paying up at the shooting guard spot today.
1: All right. Well, I think I can help solve your problem for you. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Uh, on the on, on the the uh, expensive side. Okay. The LA Clippers right now they're uh they they're not in the best spot they're they are playing at home but right now their their combo of jj reddick and jamal crawford at the shooting guard um is if you take a look at the season-long dvp they look middle of the pack fine. It's like nothing nothing to target but you if you filter down to the last week overall they're one two three four eighth worst 22nd in the league in terms of fancy points allowed uh, and you know, everybody's going to be off james Harden because. Um, he has been, you know, he's been sort of fiddling around here with like a 28 point game, then a 39 point game. And, and the price had been super expensive. But think about this here December 17th, he was at the high watermark of 10.8. He's all the way down to 9,700. And it could bro- drop down a little bit farther because he threw up a little bit of a dud against Cleveland uh, in that loss there. Only scored 28 fancy points. So if you're going to get like mid 9K range against JJ Reddick slash Jamal Crawford defense. I'm all in uh, on James Harden. I don't care if the game logs look terrible. Maybe if you want to limit the GPPs, that's fine since, since he's been struggling. But that's got to be a plus matchup. JJ Redick has never locked up anybody in his life. Now, com- combo the fact with that where they may miss DeAndre Jordan again, who's been battling pneumonia and missed Saturday's game, makes it even more enticing for them to be, um, you know, you for you to be targeting Houston Rockets players, p- particularly James Harden. So two of those things to keep in mind. They've been rolling out some ugly front lines like. Cole Aldridge, who actually held his own against the Marcus Cousins, believe it or not. So mm-hmm. there, there's your designated punt play um, at the center position if you want to get invested there and if DeAndre Jordan misses. Um, but they've got, like, Paul Pierce, um, Bamute, uh, Wes Johnson, uh, you know Josh Smith for 15 minutes, just everybody who – um, you know, it's like the worst combination of like threes and fours that you can roll out there. So their front line is an absolute mess, and um, I'm and I'm looking for James Jordan to bounce back, cause, particularly because nobody wants to play him after him him not you know hitting uh, price tag value for like the last six seven games.
2: Yeah. Now would you would you play him in cash too?
1: Now, yeah, here it depends. So I think we need to go down through the rest of the slate and then, and then decide on lock chalk because I think we have one lock chalk option at Kyle Lowry against Brooklyn. Okay, um, which is not, he's not super expensive, but what is he? What eight K plus? Am, am I correct? Yeah, it's like it eight,
2: probably. I like, I don't know exactly what it's going to be because we don't have the prices for tomorrow yet. But oh. I'm going to assume eighty somewhere between like eighty two and eighty eight.
1: Okay, so he was eighty five hundred on the fourteenth. So and he mm-hmm. and he played well. So we know that he should probably be. 84 to 86 maybe 87 at the most all right so i guess that's pretty close to considered lock chalk okay and for those of you wondering when we mention when we say lock chalk it means it's a high price player that we expect um, to have a good amount of ownership but we think it's like almost a must play because the matchup is elite, and we we think they're in a really good spot. So, and that's something you can sort of limit to cash games. And that's why when Benny brought up the cash games, I started talking about how many lock chalk options we can get into our lineup. So, James Harden is on the radar for me, depending on if we get through the rest of the slate, and if I feel like you know what, there's a lot of safe, there's safer options at small forward, power forward, and center, and then I don't have to gamble with, you know, James Harden bouncing back, I can do something like play Jamal Crawford, who I think is actually safe for cash games as well, as long as Blake Griffin doesn't enter this game. Uh, if you take a look at the price tag payoff him on him in the last four games, 6.3, 5.4, 6.9, and 5.5. Now, all he does is really score, but he's scoring very, very well, and he's a streaky player. has been chipping in with a couple rebounds and assists here, um, but you're only looking for around 22 to 26 points, and then you've got at, the, at $4,100, and he's getting 30 minutes, 30 minutes in three of the past four games. Um, you're almost locked to get those 25 fancy points. And that's how you can sort of save some extra cash. And maybe you think you can squeeze in a third, um, you know, uh, chalk option there in the 8K range if you're able to play somebody like Cole Aldrich and Jamal Crawford in your lineup. So. Mm-hmm. Those are the two situations. That's how I'm going to be like, uh, shooting guard for the for the Monday slate. Either I'm going all the way up to James Harden, or if I if I I feel like I we have safer options uh, across the board at the other positions that we're going to discuss, then I can go all the way down to Jamal Crawford and make room for those um, players that I have that are a little bit more expensive. All right, let's go ahead and talk about small forward. But before we do that, we have to let you know that um, if you want to talk about. Um, some projections, some uh, defense versus position, some lineup optimizers here, um, some projections. Uh, yesterday's optimal lineup, you want to sort of do a little price check and say, hey, uh, what was the, the best lineup that was possible yesterday? We have all that available for you for free at rotowire.com slash pod. Lineup optimizers for every major sport, NHL, NBA, NFL, uh, football, Baseball, college football, and soccer—you can get uh, invested in all that stuff. Up to the league, uh, up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and all the DFS goodness that you could ask for uh, on a 10-day free trial. So make sure you take advantage of that and use the same numbers that we use for this very podcast here at RotoWire.com/pod. All right, small forward is up, Benny. Let's talk about what you want to do here.
2: I'm going to be honest. If Carmelo Anthony's out, I am rolling with Derek Williams as my cheap option and a, and a cheap guy that I roll into probably every single lineup that I make unless they give him a huge price boost. Uh-huh. Um, with Melo out the last couple games, you know, he's given you a safe floor in the 20s. We've seen him hit his upside in the 40s. He's playing about 28, 29 minutes a game. And, you know, again, he's he's really cheap. He's probably going to be like $4,400, $4,600 $4, on a day. And without Melo, he's been the guy who, you know, has really been the guy that benefited for for the Knicks. So he's going to be the guy that I have in a lot of options. There are some other guys that are interesting, though. Um, Jay Crowder for the Celtics, you know, he's been returning really good value, 35 to 45 fantasy points for you. He's the one Celtic that has, like, consistent minutes that don't really get messed with. He's played basically at least 30 minutes, like, you know, an average of about 35, but at least 30 minutes in about... I don't know, I'm going to say maybe 10 or 12 straight games looking at the game logs here. So he's somebody that I think I like. Uh, Dallas, he'll be going up against maybe Chandler Parsons' defense. You know, Parsons has been a guy that's been in and out of the lineup, so you don't know if that, you know, he's definitely going to play or not. But I think I like Jay Crowder. He's definitely a solid cash game option.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine,